Welcome back to the Health IT Beat. My name is David Rice. I am your host. And today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to sit down and chat with a recent graduate of USF Health Online's Master of Science in Health Informatics program. You may recognize Caroline Saavedra from her student spotlight on our website or from her appearances on HIMSS webinars or maybe even her website, techwomen.com. She's an enthusiastic project manager working in health IT, and I wanted to sit down with her to discuss her approach to a discipline that is playing an increasingly important role in the industry. So I'm going to break from our usual format and play for you a discussion we had recently about all things project management. Enjoy. All right. So I'm here with Caroline Saavedra. She is a graduate of the uh, MSHI program at USF. And uh, we were going to have a little chat about uh, project management. So I kind of wanted to start. Um, one of the things I think is kind of interesting is people have, you know, project managers. It's one of those jobs that it appears across a lot of different industries. I think people maybe kind of have different views of it based on that, based on their mm -hmm. personal experience with it. So I'm curious when people ask you what a project manager does or your type of project manager does, uh, what do you tell them? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, aside from answering the obvious, you know, well, I manage projects, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, it can be a, a little bit difficult to answer sometimes. But as you as you stated, you know, um, the amazing thing about project management is that you do find project managers across pretty much almost every industry. And what we are at the core really is we're change champions within a particular organization or within the industry. Um, and we are responsible for ensuring that projects are successful. So, um, you know, before I go in and break down, you know, uh, what a day in the life looks like, one of the things that I think is important for people to understand, especially those that are interested in project management, is to understand what a project manager does. Um, in order to do that, you need to really understand what a project is, right? So, um, Per PMI, Project Management Institute, a project is um, a temporary endeavor undertaken to create a unique product, service, or result. You ask that to any PMP certified project manager, they will, you know, say that word for word because it's engraved in our heads. <laughs> um, but the key words to really understand there are that a project is temporary, meaning it has a beginning and it has an end. And you, as a project manager, are delivering something that is unique, meaning you have a well-defined goal, well-defined requirements uh, for achieving that goal. And often uh, you have a set budget and resources uh, from different areas of the organization that are um, kind of borrowed to you uh, to help deliver that goal. So, so when I first started answering your question, you know, I said, well, we're primarily responsible for, um, you know, managing projects, seeing that they're successful. Um, but now that, you know, we understand what a project is, you can kind of understand that in order for a project to be successful, it needs to be completed within scope, um, within the budget, and within the allotted time. And because project managers kind of live in this world and, or this triangle of cost and scope and time, we refer that to that as the, uh, the iron triangle or the constraint, constraint triangle. Um, we have to really be careful and strategic about how we balance all of that and how we apply our skills and our knowledge and techniques to each project. And it's one of the reasons why I believe that project management is both an art and a science. 
part of your job is bringing together disparate teams to achieve a result. You know, uh, so it's got the the technical side and the people side, the art and the science, right? So does it take a certain type of personality to do that, or can anyone learn this and kind of drive results based on what they learn? Yeah, that's a really good question. So. You know, practice definitely makes perfect in, in almost every aspect of life. Um, however, I do think it takes a certain, you know, certain personality traits to be successful in this area. Um, so, for example, someone who has great communication skills, both written and spoken, um, someone who has uh, very good listening skills, uh, who is able to take initiative is someone or, or traits that I would see um, in individuals who are successful in bringing, bringing teams together, right? However, I do think there is one key characteristic that, um, that makes a project manager successful in, in, in this and in bringing you know, teams together, and that is adaptability. And I say that because uh, no matter how good you get it, right, or no, no matter you know, whether you think you've mastered it for one project, that's the interesting thing about project management is that every project is unique. Every project is a new experience. It brings within a new scope, a new goal, new, new individuals. Um, and so I think for you to be successful in bringing, continuously bringing different people together to share the same vision, the same goal, and to work together collaboratively, I think that requires you as a project manager to always be adaptable so that you're constantly able to tweak your skills and, and your approach so that it works for that team and for that project and, you know, for that particular goal. Um, I, I think that's the key, the key skill there. And you know, as you work with these teams, uh, one of the things that you're dealing with is the fact that they essentially tend to speak different languages, right? You have the business side of healthcare, the technology <laughs> side, clinicians. So can you talk a little bit about the challenges that come with that and what's kind of the learning curve like as someone who has to be that bridge between all of those kind of sectors? Yes, I get this question a lot, actually, whether it's, you know, from coworkers or friends or family is, you know, how do you, how do you kind of work with all these people that come from different areas and to your point, speak different languages. Um, and so, yes, I think someone who has to serve as that bridge, um, I, of, I think I often see, you know, I, I see this as, as two, two learning curves really, right? And every time it presents itself um, with a new project, it's you have that horizontal communication, which is uh, talking to you know to your project team. Your project team is often composed of, if you're in the healthcare industry, you know clinicians, uh, the technical folks, the business folks, um, cybersecurity, you name it. You know it can be very very diverse depending on the project, and that's horizontal communication because those 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 individuals are all part of your project team per se. They're all stakeholders within your project. And then you have the vertical communication, which is, you know, um, communicating to uh, to the leadership of your organization or, or your project sponsor, um, and then also communicating their messages back to your project team. So there's that vertical as well. And so that horizontal and vertical communication, I think they're, they're both always challenging to do. Um, and it, it varies, right, between from organization to organization, from project to project. So um, when communicating with your project team, I think that it's okay to dive deep. It's okay to go into the nitty gritty or even to get technical sometimes. Um, 
you always find that your st stakeholders are from different spaces, departments, or specialties. Um, for example, you have a department who wants to know what changes need to be made to their technical infrastructure or what new infrastructure needs to be put in place. Um, how is it going to affect their support and maintenance contracts, et cetera, et cetera. Then you talk to your business folks and they really all, <laughs> mostly care about, okay, how many FTEs do we need or how many uh, additional staff do we need? What's the return on investment on this project? What's the payback period? You know, and for that is, you know, when do I begin to see benefits from this project? Um, and you know, what's the impact to day-to-day -day operations? Every little area has their own concerns, their own questions, and then their own interests as well within the project. With that, uh, definitely come some challenges, and and um, I think, you know, the the key thing here, and you'll see it over and over again as you manage projects, is uh, really mastering the ability to um, to take to really understand what each team or individual is communicating, and interpreting that in a way that makes sense not only for you, because you yourself have to fully understand it first, but then be able to communicate that to the rest of your stakeholders in a way that makes sense, but also in a way that does not alter the message, the issue, or the question. Um, so, so yeah, to your point, it's a learning curve each time, um, but what does it, you know, what does it take for someone, you know, uh, to be that bridge? And so I think first it's knowing that, uh, you know, you don't have to be the subject matter expert. I walk out of every project literally learning, having learned something new, literally every time. It's very challenging and it's also a beautiful thing about project management. Nine times out of, out of 10, you are not the subject matter expert in every single area. I think that's almost nearly impossible to be, right? Who has time to go to pharmacy school or to become a, a doctor, but also be an IT expert or an IT guru, and then also like really know workflows really well. It's, it's really difficult, right, to master it all. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, you know, as far as um, some of the challenges, uh, those are some of it, is, is really mastering that ability to um, understand what's being communicated, but then also knowing how to interpret it in a way that makes sense for your audience and for your stakeholders. Well, and like you said, you can't be the, the SME in every area. Mm -hmm. So what sort of strategies kind of help you make sense of the technical, the, the nitty gritty details of what these other teams are dealing with? Absolutely. So. One of the things that have helped me a lot is, well, there's a few strategies that I use to be quite frank. One, a few that have worked for me time and time over, but one strategy or principle I think that I always try to implement and that works really well is um, to learn to listen, to understand, not necessarily to provide a response. I think our, um, you know, it's our habit, I think, as, as human beings to always, when we're listening, especially in meetings or in, you know, these project conversations that we are listening to the individual, but we're, we're listening, you know, uh, in order to respond, to provide the response that they're looking for. And I think I've had to teach myself to, uh, to change that perspective, to change that mindset and listen to my project team and listen to my stakeholders. Um, you know, from the perspective of understanding, from the goal of understanding what it is um, that they are trying to communicate. And I think when you take that approach, uh, your communication skills, they go to another level, you know, because now you're learning to ask the right questions and you're learning to, uh, you know, suggest the right things or to, 
uh, perhaps uh, move the conversation in the right direction so that you get out of it what you need and um, and that individual also gets out of it what they need. But you know, aside from from that from that principle, um, other strategies that have worked for me are the five whys, which is a very commonly used in the industry. And that's the basic idea of every time you ask why. So if there's an issue that arises and you know, you're really trying to get to the root cause or perhaps a problem that you're trying to solve, um, you know, asking why five times, essentially what that does, it's, it becomes the basis of the next why. And so essentially you're drilling and drilling and drilling down until you kind of and it can cut the fat out of the problem or of the issue and get to the root cause in a much uh, easier and, and faster way, which is very, very helpful when you're in project management because you're usually on a tight schedule and you really don't have too much time to waste. Um, and then the last tip I would say is uh, it's okay to ask the the silly questions. You know, um, I think as project managers, there's a sense of pride that um, you know that you should know things or or there's this assumption that you you do know what, you know, uh, that area of expertise or what have you. I think um, one of the things that have always helped me and my, my team members always thank me for later is, thank you so much for asking that question. I was so scared to ask that question, but I know like two other people were wondering the same thing. It happens every time. So as a project manager, you ask the questions, even if you yourself know them, but perceive, perhaps think that others may not, um, go ahead and ask it. You know, and uh, it's 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 knowledge sharing. It's it's that communication piece of it, project communication, um, that helps the entire team. And so, well, kind of run me through what does your day look like? Is it something different all the time that you're experiencing? How do you create kind of uh, an order that you need to maintain productivity of these teams? Right. Um, so, as a project manager, um, no day is really the same. <laughs> um, this is partly because no project is is really the same, you know. Um, so I think as far as, you know, how do I, I kind of keep order, um, I like to think that I do have control, right, over two things, how I begin my day and how I end my day. So not to say that everything in between is absolute chaos because, you know, that wouldn't be like of a project manager, but <laughs> um, it can be uh, sometimes unpredictable, right? What what kind of um, transpires throughout the day. So um, the first thing that I do is absolutely drink my coffee. That is an absolute must. <laughs> um, and then I, I begin by essentially reviewing my meetings, my agendas, uh, touching base with those individuals that I agreed to follow up with. Um, and then going through my project schedules and my project logs. So for me, the most important things as a project manager is, is keeping a really, really tight, um, you know, grip on what my risks are, what my challenges are, and any changes to my project. I review those almost every day uh, just to make sure um, that I understand where they are and that I'm mitigating things as, as I can and as they come, because those are the ones that really impact your project and can and can lead to failure, right? You didn't, you didn't mitigate a risk quick enough or timely enough. You didn't handle a change request uh, fast enough or um, correctly. Um, and then also issues, you know, the issues can impact your, your schedule and your project as well. Um, and then at the end of the day, I, I have a, a checklist, you know, very PM-like. <laughs> uh, I have a checklist that I go through each day at the end of the day, and, and that's to check in with my project team members, um, those that have upcoming due dates, um, you know, check my project schedule, my project logs, yet once again, reply to emails, delegate tasks. That's something that you do a lot as a project manager. 
um, deal with urgent issues. And then I always make sure to thank my team as often as I can. Um, one, of the thing, one of the things about being a project manager is that you're getting a lot of people uh, to do a lot of things, right? And so um, oftentimes it's, it's in addition to the work that they already do. Um, so one of the things that I make sure that I do is to express my gratitude for the team because together they, they have agreed to work with me and to work together as a team to accomplish a goal. Um, and, and that takes a lot of time and effort. So that's always on my uh, checklist of, you know, at the end of the day to make sure that I've said thank you at least once. So, so I'm curious, can you, do you have any examples kind of of a challenging project that you've worked on and how did what you learned in your pursuit of the, your degree help you get through that? Yeah, um, you know, to be to be quite honest, it's it's kind of hard to pinpoint just one project that I found challenging. Um, I really do believe every project comes with its own unique set of goals and, and its own set of challenges. Um, however, in the beginning, you know, we talked about being the bridge amongst your stakeholders. And I think that my degree, my degree in health informatics from USF Morsani College of Medicine, what it has done for me is it has served as the foundation that I needed to be that strong bridge between, you know, my stakeholders, between the multiple disciplines and the multiple areas of healthcare. Um, and, and that just speaks volumes of how well um, the program was thought out. Um, I really did walk out of that program feeling like I knew I had a good grip of the healthcare industry, um, whether it be from a technical perspective or a clinical workflow perspective or even a project management perspective. Um, it was kind of all neatly packed in the program and um, it really it really gave you the, the, the toolbox that you needed um, to go out there and, and, and be involved in the healthcare industry because it is a lot, especially from an outsider. If you're looking to transition in, it can seem overwhelming at times, but um, the program really helped kind of walk me through all the important things, all the major parts of healthcare IT uh, and, and healthcare overall that I needed to be a successful project manager. So I think that's what it did for me. It helped me build a really, really strong foundation so that I can serve as that, that bridge um, and better serve the projects that I manage in, in the healthcare space. Project management, you know, it's something that spans, like I said at the beginning, uh, a variety of industries. But healthcare is obviously a bit of a special case. Uh, can you talk about some of the unique challenges that healthcare presents and, and how your training has helped you cope with them? Yeah, absolutely. So it is, uh, the healthcare space is, is, is special for many reasons, um, you know, but one of, one of the things I think that, um, that my degree has helped me with and, and my education and my exposure to the industry is um, understanding kind of the merge between technology and healthcare. Um, you know, you read any industry out there, healthcare has been a little bit behind the ball with technology. And I think it's because of its uniqueness, right? Because, the, you know, it's so special in the fact that we are dealing with lives, we're dealing with patients. And so, you know, it may be easy for Apple to go and develop a new iPhone and put it in the market tomorrow. Is it going to impact a patient's life directly? Probably not. But implementing a technology within a healthcare institution or within, you know, an industry, it, it could have that impact. And so I think that's why, you know, um, 
healthcare has kind of been a little bit slower and in some in some cases a little bit more careful and cautious when it comes to the different ch uh, changes and challenges that it has within the industry. Um, but my degree definitely has helped me kind of see uh, from a holistic perspective is, uh, again, that merge of technology and healthcare and how they can kind of live together and merge together um, to create actual results that help the industry. Um, it gave me in insight into the legislative requirements, uh, compliance, standards and regulations, um, even opening my eyes into how other industries have tackled similar challenges that healthcare is experiencing today. Um, I think has been so beneficial also to look at, you know, um, how others have solved issues that we're having and how we can tweak it so that it works for us as well. You know, one of the things I, I'm always curious about is, you know, for instance, with project managers, there's a lot of certifications that uh, someone can pursue. Can you talk about as you got into the field, how'd you make sense of all that and kind of decide what it is that you wanted to do? Absolutely. So it can definitely be overwhelming, <laughs> especially when, uh, you know, you start working in the industry and you see all these people with all these uh, initials after their names and, and you're just wondering, how do I get that? And, you know, what is that about? There's definitely a plethora of certifications that one can get. And I think it really depends on your own unique path and kind of what you're looking to achieve with your career. But um, as I uh, kind of started uh, in my career and, and knew kind of early on that I wanted to go into project management um, as part of uh, the way my career evolved, um, I did a lot of research and, and, uh, and found that really the, the best route to take is uh, obtaining a PMI certification, a Project Management Institute certification. So they offer uh, quite a few different uh, certifications, but if you're looking to start off in the project management field, or if you definitely know that's the, the route that you want to take within the healthcare industry, um, then I would suggest seeking the CAPM certification, which doesn't require um, you to have project management experience, but gives you the, uh, the fundamentals of project management. And it, it makes sure that you understand kind of the methodology for how project management should be um, conducted. And once you have enough experience under your belt with uh, projects, then you can take the PMP uh, exam, which will certify you as a PMP project manager or a project management professional. Um, and you'll find that a lot of uh, project management opportunities today or a lot of organizations that are hiring project managers are looking for these certifications and that's kind of what helped me decide okay you know which certifications are the ones that I should pursue and it's it's what what is the industry asking for you know as the industry becomes more mature and evolves and standardizes what are the certifications that they're looking for and so PMP um, really stood out to me as one of those certifications so you know start off with your CAPM um, get a little bit of experience under your belt and then go ahead and take your PMP certification and uh, you'll qualify for a lot of those jobs in the future um, that require the PMP certification. It seems to me that uh, project management is a lot about timing, you know, striking balances, finding creative solutions, and it's almost like cooking in that way. Uh, it's the, what it comes to my mind. But we don't think of cooking as a science so much. Uh, it's really more of an art. And you said earlier that you think it's both an art or a science. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. And it's so funny that you mentioned that because uh, I was actually at a, a Tampa Bay uh, project management chapter meeting. And one of uh, the PMP certified project managers there was just refreshing some of her skills 
because she was writing a cooking book. <laughs> and uh, and I said, wow, okay. And so she said, and I said, I'd never think you'd you know need to brush up on your PM skills for a cooking book. And she said, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised on how much overlap there actually is. And so I, I just thought that was so funny when you, when you asked that question because it reminded me of that conversation that I had. Um, but yes, it, project management is a careful balance of both. It's not entirely science and it's not entirely art. And I think it's when you find that careful balance, you know, and in some projects you may need to use more science than art and vice versa. I think when you're able to kind of master that, right, being adaptable to to kind of um, balance the two, um, I think that's where you, you find a lot of success. And so it's an art in that, you know, you are dealing with a lot of people. You are needing to be creative and thinking outside of the box. You know, project management isn't all, you know, one plus one equals two. You really do need to think outside of the box and get creative sometimes with your own approach to project management. And so, and so that's where it, you know, becomes more of an art than it is a science. And then obviously the science piece of it is, is a lot of, you know, the stuff, you know, it's very matter of fact, you know, your schedule is what it is. You know, if, if you take longer to do a project, it's going to cost you more in the long run, right? Um, if you take away uh, resources from a project, then it's probably going to take longer for you to co complete the project with, with less resources. And so that part is, it's pretty, it's, it's basic science, right? It's basic math. It's um, it's all those things. And so there is a bulk of that, right? Understanding um, what it takes, uh, you know, from a scientific perspective for a project to be successful, um, all those things are still very, very relevant, right? Um, those numbers matter, right? Uh, your key performance indicators, they matter, right? Uh, the indicators that measure your success that determine whether your project was a success or not. Those things matter. Um, and so, you know, it's, it, you know, I, as far as, you know, whether it's more of one than the other, I, I would say it's not more one of the other. It's a careful balance of both. When you pull back and you look at the industry kind of at a glance, it's obvious that project management jobs are increasing in the industry. Um, but given the changes that the industry is targeting, all, the amount of tech implementations that are happening across all sectors of healthcare, how do you see the, the landscape sort of shifting for project managers in the future? Yeah, absolutely. So I think right now, and you know, in the foreseeable future, these are very exciting times, not only for the healthcare industry as a whole, right? There's so much innovation that's coming. There's so much, um, you know, a lot more information sharing that's coming, a lot new technology, um, even a, a whole new different way of looking at healthcare when you talk about, you know, payment approaches and reimbursement models and all that stuff. It all plays part, right? It all kind of impacts one, uh, each other. Um, but I think if you if you if you kind of take one step back and you look at what all of that means and you say, OK, yeah, so new technology, innovation, uh, legislation, uh, you know, reimbursement model, you know, all of it, what it is, is it's, it's consistent change. And one of the things that I said earlier um, when we were you know, talking about what it means to be a project manager, I said, you know, or what can you tell me what a project manager does? And I said, well, you know, really at the end of the day, we're change champions, right? 
Um, and, and so I think when you look at the industry and you see that it's, it's, it's about to undergo a lot of change or that it's currently undergoing a lot of change, um, you should immediately equate that to project managers because um, someone needs to help coordinate all of that, right? Someone needs to help uh, kind of manage all of that and, and, and uh, assist with seeing things from beginning to end, from making sure that all of these ideas, all of this creativity, all of these great strategies, that they're implemented in the right way, in the most effective way, and that they're successful. And so that's where project managers shine, right? It's, it's um, being those change champions and, and, um, and really serving in that capacity. So I, we're coming up on hymns, and I have to ask this question. As yes. you know, we, <laughs> with USF, we make quite a big deal about hymns every year. I'm curious, from your perspective as a project manager, uh, are there any sessions you've got your eye on? And as a PM, you know, what are some of the areas that you're looking forward to learning about at this year's show? I just have to say, hymns is a professional development opportunity that I just would never miss. It's one of my conferences that I make sure I go to every single year, especially kind of being in the health informatics space. And, and it's just, you know, it's, such, it's an opportunity to, to meet so many different people that are in the same industry, but also um, to see kind of everything that has evolved. I feel like every year I go, um, I come out just mind blown. I'm just like, wow, like, it's just so much to keep up with, but it's so fascinating at the same time. So, um, so yeah, I love the HIMSS education sessions. I always feel like I learn a great deal from them. Um, some of the ones that I'm interested this year are predictive analytics. That's a biggie. Um, there is a course, I believe, using predictive analytics to bend costs and access curves. So um, again, knowing how to, um, knowing what data to look at and when to look at it and how to use that data, I think is going to become a big topic and, and very useful information to have as we kind of um, continue to evolve in this industry. Um, so before it was like, how are we collecting the data and where are we storing it and is it safe? <laughs> um, but now that we have it, you know, how do we know that we're using it correctly and that we're interpreting it correctly? And so I'm very interested in, in that course. Um, the other one that I'm very interested in is balancing innovation and disruption in information sharing. I'm sorry. Um, so, you know, there's uh, for, for quite some time now, there has been a lot of conversation about a health information exchange uh, within the industry and, and, you know, protecting that information and how can we actually create a true HIE. And so I think, you know, I'm very interested to see kind of the perspective that this course will bring um, and kind of how, you know, their suggestions in that area as well. And then another one that really stood out to me as well is um, digital health. So this one's one that's also becoming a biggie and it's a big change again that we're there. This one is uh, how to navigate and design for digital health. So this one includes uh, topic design thinking, uh, you know, building the right multidisciplinary team for designing digital health, um, how to work with executive leadership and stakeholders, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of those things that as a project manager, I have to know how to do as some of these, uh, you know, projects may come my way. So yeah, those are just a few, uh, you know, that uh, that I've kind of been looking at and, and kind of been favoriting. But overall, I mean, some of the trends that I tend to follow are precision health, telehealth, project management. So any of those topics, I might see myself going into those courses as well. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Health IT Beat. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. And if you'd like to learn more about Caroline's journey with USF Health, 
head on over to usfhealthonline.com and click on the student success tag. There you will find Caroline's story and others like it, as well as important information about USF courses and achievements that fuel the student journey. USF Health will be at HIMSS 20 in Orlando on University Row in kiosk UR20 and will be involved in a few events as well. We're sponsoring the Millennial Networking Reception, and for the third consecutive year, we'll be presenting a 20-minute lightning session. For more information about what USF Health Online is doing at HIMSS 20, visit usfhealthonline.com slash 20 or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Simply search at USF Health Online. <laughs>